We're back with part two with Beto Duran. This is The Fellowship with Adam Hawk and Ryan Engel. Thanks for coming back and checking out the second part of the episode. Since we are on the subject of golf, uh, you're relatively newish to the game. Yeah. You, you, you messed around a little bit with it, but now you're getting more into it and playing more. Uh, when did that start and why did it start? All right, so my thing with golf was I was a professional junior college student at El Camino Junior College. It's right next to a golf course. True pro. So I would go and uh, I had a like three-hour break between class. I'd just take like the four clubs that I had. They were terrible. They were, oh, they were links. My yeah. brother, my brother was a golf yeah. yes. or Bam Bam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I would just go hit with the range, right? Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And then in Grover and Carson, I don't know if you probably don't remember, but where they're now the Porsche track is at, there was always that big, yeah, the big golf guy, the big on the side golf of the freeway. guy. Yeah. That was an 18 hole at night. Yeah. And they had the two deck uh, uh, driving range. Uh-huh. So I'd go and hit that because I, I'm 20. I have nothing else to do. I'm not playing baseball. I have nothing else to do. I work in a park, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm doing a wreck. And then I would just go there, hit. I'm like, whatever. I never had a driver. I would just mess around, mess yeah. around. And then I started working in radio, and it was like, hey, you're a guy on the radio. You want to play in this celebrity event? I'm like, fuck. I have to borrow friends' clubs. I'll yeah. play twice a year, just go get loaded. Yeah. Uh-huh. 15th hole. And it, like, that's the best thing ever. Golf was best ball. I'm like, oh, show yeah. yeah. I'll pick hit it one. Up, pick it moving. up. Like, woo, winner. And I always watched it, but I was like, you know, in your 20s, you're still more active. I was, like, running marathons, trying to do a triathlon, trying to do stuff. And I'm wow, like, good for you. I was like, eventually, I'm going to be that guy where I'm like, okay, I can't beat up my body that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And the kids mm-hmm. were younger. Yeah. The kids were younger, so you don't have time for that. Yeah. And then I got old. Then a couple years ago, a buddy, Ricky Romero, a baseball player who I do the podcast with, yeah. he's like, dude, I'm retired now. I have time. Let's go play golf. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, eh, all right. So my buddy works at Roger Dunn. was like, dude, come down here. Of course, get you the discount. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Went to the U section because I don't know how long I'm going to stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I started playing, and I'm like, this is cool. And I'm like, I'm a fun golfer. Yeah. I'm like, let me get a drink. Let me, I have my own cooler. Uh, I got a cigar. Yeah. That's it. Play munis. And Ricky gets good. Yeah. He takes lessons. And I'm like, you know, a guy who's retired at 35, he has nobody else to play with at, yep. on a Tuesday afternoon. Yep. I'll go. Because yep. radio, what do you do? Work at night. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, cool. Yep. Drop the kids off of school at 8. I'm ready to go. Boom. I got into it, and I'm like, this is actually fun. It was always fun. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little bit better, a little bit now better. Now it's making sense. Now it's making sense. Yeah. I took a couple lessons. Pandemic hits, and everybody's all into it. Then I realized I'm having fun with it, and I'm growing with the game, and I'm getting older. And I'm like, what can I do transitioning in my career-wise? I can't be the guy covering the X Games anymore because, uh-huh. you know, that's not me. Yeah. But I'm like looking at a world and I saw, catch myself Saturday, Sundays watching golf. golf. Yeah. Where it used to be just. The bug is starting yeah, to Yeah, it used to be, you know, it. you watch the Open, you watch the yeah, Masters, yeah. and yeah. that's it. Yeah. I started running golf pools. Mm. I, start, yeah. I still do. I got a yeah. good golf pool. I give you money back for coming to last place. Like, oh, Let yeah. me in on that. I love this guy. So we do that, and I started getting into it, and then I'm like, what can I do? And I started going all these pitching putts, right? And I'm my friends who don't golf are like, dude, on your Instagram, you're fucking around all the time. You yeah. make it look fun. Isn't it stuffy? I'm like, yeah, but not with me. We yeah. go, you know, and so I start taking a bunch of friends who never golf, comedians or actors, whatever, and we just go to a nine hole and they're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. This is actually fun. Mm-hmm. I got into it and that, that's what I do now. So we just go play. 
Um, on my Instagram, I'll fuck around to the Happy Gilmore because I get the engagement. I saw yeah. that. It, yep. it, it just gets the stupid comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it just for the fucking comments. Yeah. Because it's trolling people yes. to piss people off. Yes. Uh, but I'll play nice courses. I'm like, if uh, my friends tell me if you would take it serious, you'd be actually good. I'm like, why? 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 Yeah. Why? Why, yeah. Do I wanna, why do I want to play sober? Like, right. there's no need for that. Yeah, you're having enough fun already. So, so I want to do that, and I want to I want to tell golf stories mm-hmm. because one thing that I noticed and. I've hate I've always hated being known as the Mexican reporter or the Latino reporter, mm-hmm. but when I started going to these like nine hole pitching putts, you see there's a lot of blue collar Latinos out there playing yeah. who are spending the three hundred dollars on that click car, right? They're they have the gear. They're all they're the ones buying all the Air Maxes. They're all geared up, but they're intimidated to go to a nicer course. And I started looking at. I'm like, okay, who's telling these stories on YouTube or yeah. whatever? Nothing mm-hmm. there. So I, that's what I want to do. I want to transition into telling the stories of the Abraham answers or mm-hmm. the the kids who are out there doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it so happens to be a Latino reporter. Like yeah. if I could do it, because I did the research. There's a lot of fancy Mexicans playing golf who are making over a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the people who are on YouTube, because I did the same thing. How do I learn how to hit this chip? Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of boring British guys telling me how to do things. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and I'm not trying to say, like, like I want to be, like, the funny guy or anything like that. But just engage people, mm-hmm. get people out there, yeah. and let them know that it's okay to go play mm-hmm. a Muni on a Monday. Because I love Skylinks. What's up, Skylinks, if I can ever get a tea time in London? No, Long seriously. Ah, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. The place is cool. Too. I can play it in a year there because it's same, so damn hard. Same. Skylinks, El Dorado Park, and Big Rec are three of the best golf courses in Southern California. And you cannot no. get out there. But that's their fault, not your yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I want to do that. I want to tell some golf stories. Yeah. And it's fun because now my friends are into it. You guys are my friends into it. Yep. And I'm like, this is, you know, the golf, the apparel. It's yeah. cool. I, I have more golf shoes than I have running shoes now. Yeah. Like, I have the Air yeah. Maxes. Like, I'm yeah. all about it, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. All I'm all in, baby. Yeah. I'm all in. I love, I love it. it. I do want to go back to you mentioning, you know, you, you almost said, you know, you, you don't want to be seen as the oh, Mexican-American yeah, reporter. Nice, oh, show. Oh. oh. All right. Yeah. We do it. We do it. Hey. We got a new G yeah. uh, Very good. And I think he was wearing a jacket just like that. There we go. There we go. Um, we Would were. We a refill? Yes. Yeah. yeah let's get some ice down okay. here. Um, let's try this knob, this custom knob. Let's do it. So um, you were you were mentioning you know that you don't want to necessarily be seen as the Mexican American reporter. But that being said, there is a lot of really cool responsibility that comes with what you're doing on big stages and i'm sure well i'm going serious because as someone who's married to a mexican-american and um someone with half mexican kids like you have to acknowledge or at least be aware that you've been somewhat of an inspiration as someone who's on tv and radio to a minority population yes so i mean I'm going serious here, but no, yeah. it, it, it's a big responsibility for myself. Yeah, um, I it never, should be. I never thought about it that way. Um, if you look at the amount of Latino reporters in the United States working in English, yeah, you can count them on a hand. Uh huh. Um, on the national level, um, and it's not because they're not trying to hire people. It's yeah. just there's no pipeline of reporters coming through because not many people have the support system or willing to suffered through all the years of living in Bozeman or living in El Paso or whatever to get to the level. Um, that's why I make sure to go back to schools and mentor kids and like help them out. There's a kid uh, who's in Chico right now who 
he's always like, man, Bethel, I like your shirts. I like your ties. I'm like, give me your address, man. I send him like 20 pocket squares. I'm like, here oh. you go, man. If there's a kids like in <clears throat> wherever they're, like, they're making 30 grand, I'm like, hey, give me your address. I'll send you some ties. The like, kids in Yuma, Arizona, wherever they may be, to help them out. And I'm like, here's how we can help each other mentor wise. Um, I always wanted to be known as just, you know, everybody wants to be known just for their, their work. Yeah. I didn't know that there weren't many Latinos working in English until mm-hmm. so somebody pointed it out one no, time. No, 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 no. Why, why are you taking my drink, man? I'm taking his drink. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. You act like you're in the back yard right yeah, now. Yeah, we're paying attention. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> salud, salud, salud. Look in the my eyes. Friend, <laughs> my, my friend, my friend. Yeah. And um, you want to be known for your work, anything you do. You know, you as a shaper, you as a report, yeah. whatever it is, you want to be known for your work. And I know that in Los Angeles, the only Latinos in English, myself and Mario Solis at Channel 4. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wait, really? Yeah. In sports. You're right. That's, in sports. That, sorry to interrupt, but that's pretty mind-boggling. You know, because it is considering the population of Mexican Americans in Southern the California, you'd expect I mean, like more. The, 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 yeah. the influence that the Latino culture in Los Angeles specifically, yeah. but it's also like you know, a guy like Fred Rogan and Jim Hill and Rafa Gazaki who are here in LA. Yeah, this is like the major leagues, you don't leave that job, totally. you yeah. there's nowhere oh, for you so to you go. You got a lot of dinosaurs, you got a, yeah. but, but they're good at what they do, and they've no, earned I'm not saying it. they're bad, I'm just saying they've been there and they yeah. leave, and they've earned it, and like there's no, there's no room for that growth. So. I want to be able to help the kids be like, look, you may not be able to get on TV, but yeah. you can become a director, producer, behind the scenes, something mm-hmm. like that. Good on you um, that. And it's, when I speak to high school kids, I make sure to tell them, whatever it is your dream, chase that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be settling for the blue collar job. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's okay to dream big. I want to be a doctor? Go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know this family. You, you married Mexican. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anybody who says, I want to do this, is like, nah, fool, you ain't doing that. Like, <laughs> right away, no, 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 no. Change that mindset. Yeah. yeah, it's like, no, go get the regular nine to five job where you get the 30 year pension, all that yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah. Because it's the safer thing to do. Right. Chasing a dream is hard. It is. Running a shirt company, yeah. running a brand, yeah. shaper, whatever it is, it's hard to chase a dream totally. and be successful and have people actually support you so yeah, it's yeah. you look that little crazy so back to your point like i've always been early on in my career i was told oh you should go work at deportes right wow. yeah. yeah yeah like i don't speak like them yeah no, <laughs> like, yeah. no i got it no, I, I, I gotta yeah. be in spanish like yeah. you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like i don't like soccer that much but yeah. it's just i do know it's a responsibility because when people send me a message like hey man i see you and i i want to aspire to be like it's like damn it means a lot and yeah it's, I bet. Uh, it's a I never got, I guess getting older, you appreciate what you're yeah. doing. Yes. I, in my early 30s, I was like, nah, man, nah, yeah. nah. Now I'm like, yes, look at me. Right. I could be a role model. Totally. Yes, I could do that. Let totally. me help you. So if anybody totally. out there, reach out, uh, Bethel Vision on Instagram, I will help you. Just don't be lazy. No, I, yeah, right. No, and I, I do love that. But you guys are the same way. Yeah, and we want to be known for our work and everything. And you don't always know how many people you're inspiring until someone yeah. writes a handwritten letter, That's until cool, customer man. service email. I mean, it's cool until you try to read it on a YouTube show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you do it in front of a it's real broadcaster. See, I, I, I can read this. I think can I you? Dear Ryan and Adam, I'm sitting here doing office work today watching The Fellowship. It's 1 p.m. and the self-control to not pour a glass of scotch and... Spark up a cigar is even surprising me. It's so refreshing to hear you take on the game and talk the uh, 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 appropriate amount of shit on golf jocks. Keep up the good work. Be your brand. Cheers, Maxwell Ratty. Yeah. 
this Ladies letter here from my grandfather, and this is the second time I've, I've used it. Ladies and oh, gentlemen, that's, cool. that's why he's a professional. Yeah. 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 How are you doing six feet under right now? Well, I, I am six feet under. We should honestly switch chairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, no, 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 that was great. I wouldn't um, know how to do all your money. Hey, if he goes on vacation, I'll give you a call, dude. So, uh, <laughs> Wait, he just started here. <laughs> he just started. Wait, I think he's going on vacation. What are we uh, Beto, as a guy that um, has an appreciation for history and someone that grew up here and is native to Southern California, you have been in every single one of the buildings down here, whether it's the Coliseum, yeah. Staples Center, the Forum, Dodger Stadium. These are the classics. L.A. now has these new buildings that you've also been in. Uh, Bank of California, where LAFC plays, an amazing building. We've got SoFi, also an amazing building. Steve Ballmer's building a new arena. What do you like? Do you like the classic old school, or no, do you like these? Suck. You, you, <laughs> like, you, you, you like? I the, mean, it's cool to like have memories. Yeah. But fuck, I, and the, uh, the I went to the, the Lakers did a preseason game at the old form before they redid it for the concerts. Uh huh. And you walk in there and it was like, "This is great." I'm walking in like, "All right, cool." It's a fucking dungeon, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Dingy and bad. Yeah. And it was like, oh. Okay, cool for the picture, uh-huh. but the no, modern amenities, you can't... It's like golfing with the wood club, right? You can't use yeah. a wood... I mean, as yeah. cool as it would look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you swing a, like a big-ass player. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't need that. We don't need that. What is your favorite uh, sports venue, though, since um, you've been in all of them? What is- it's... Lucky enough, I've worked every major event, and still, every single... T- I guess because I grew up a baseball fan... Every time you get a Dodger Stadium, it's There's something still about Dodger Stadium. fucking cool. Yesterday, I love that. the game was at five. I got there at one, and yep. you walk in through the top deck, mm. which is where I used to sit as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And when it's quiet and it's empty, and yeah. every single time where you're like, "Damn, this is cool." Yeah, because the ravine, the the hills, yeah. everything else, it you just got- feel it like it hits you yeah. because you have to walk through like the little tunnel kind of, yeah. and it. it hits you. The, yep. the Coliseum got re- redone, so it's like, eh, it's cool, but. Yeah, the Rose Bowl is amazing. Yeah, uh, but Dodger Stadium is just takes it you back something. to like it has mm, well, all the seats too. Everywhere you go, where, when, when you're walking under, you know, if you're up yeah. third baseline and you go under the little low thing, get to the seats. Mm-hmm. Or you're in the 300 pavilion. Yeah. Uh, even if you have the good seats or whatever, the view yeah. of the pavilion and the, it's just, the, the whole thing is just like. God, that's a bitchin' old school it, it, park. You could feel like if you were there in 1960, yes. 70. Yeah. There's some pixie feel. dust sprinkled yeah. on that thing. It, it's a very romantic ballpark. A lot of people don't know this. It's you ever been there when it's empty? Yes, I have. I got lucky like you where I was there Best. working an event. We got to go in and just... I was sitting in the upper deck like you, and the, the, the field was empty, and it's just an amazing scene. Um, the backdrop is incredible, yep. and... They've got even the parking is cool because they label the parking with these giant glowing baseballs. And it's just, it's so old school and there's nothing like it. And the outfield is the only outfield that's symmetrical in baseball. It's a complete perfect curve. Mm -hmm. So it's just this this gorgeous place. It looks like it's stuck in time. It is. And it's a reminder to everyone like, you don't need to change everything. If you've got something perfect, just leave it the way it is. They have not. good, Good on them too for still maintaining a modern yeah. playability and fan experience yeah. while still they redid have you gone this season? did you go this season i have not so yet. they redid it and the, remember the outfield used to be you get there and you have to stay in the pavilion mm-hmm. you see in your seat now you can walk around the entire stadium That's good. and the outfield behind there they redid a bunch of cool stuff a bunch of mm. like memorabilia just yeah. real cool fan friendly exhibits out there so it's really cool but it, it still stands the test of time and one of the things before the pandemic you were able to go have lunch at the top of the park. 
So you have Oh, the, cool. Yeah, so there's a team store up there. Yeah, yeah. You could go to the team store, and then people would go and take their lunch on the top deck. You yeah. just sit there. They wouldn't say anything. Long, yeah, it was like one of those unknown gems for you. That's so you're cool. like having lunch. You're just there by yourself. It's just cool. So, All the things are cool, but Dodger Stadium is the one that still hits you like. Wow. Yes, yes. Plus, there's nothing more awkward than the first d- bite of a Dodger. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you gotta get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta get one, but then it's like, ah, do I really want to finish like, first this? Bite, can yeah. I just chop the first like you know yeah. six but, but, off this guy? But to uh, get to your another one, which is probably you didn't think about this for me, San Anita. Oh, yeah. Greatest backdrop Ooh. in sports. Oh, Ooh, I grew up going to the track. I learned yeah. how to do fractions by reading the daily racing for my guy. dad. This guy. So that's guy. My, like my dad didn't take me to sports. He took me to the track. Yeah. So we go to San Anita in the day, Los Alamitos at night. Yeah. And if we had a good night, we go to In and Out. Yeah. So it was like, oh, yeah. all right. You know, nothing like an eight year old at In and Out yeah. at midnight. Yeah. You know, Animal <laughs> fries tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. But yeah, San Anita in the winter mm-hmm. when there's a little bit of snow on the San Gabriel Damn. Mountain. Yes. Just Damn, perfect. Right because this, like I didn't start smoking cigars until a couple years ago. Uh-huh. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. I've never even held one. I, I don't want to. But a cigar, because it takes me back to being a little kid. On New Year's Day, we'd go to the uh, Santa Anita. Mm-hmm. Sick. Nope. It's bad for you. But the cigar is nice. <laughs> Cigars are great. So you went to Santa Anita. So in that, Santa Anita on New Year's Day. I remember watching the Rose Bowl game yeah. at Santa Anita. Uh-huh. So that's where you would see these things. An old yeah. man with a fedora yeah. smoking a pipe. Yeah. No, like, oh, Talking yeah. about dressing to the to the occasion. Yeah. Too. Well, it's some of them, some things. of them are some degenerates out there. No, yeah, oh, yeah, but the seersucker pet. I mean, yeah. this is like the yeah. '80s. Right. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Was I had Did you ever go to Hollywood Park? Uh, to the casino, but oh. I, the, the racetrack was shut down by the time I got there. Oh, yeah. Um, guy. And did you yeah. do that Friday oh, night? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dollar night at Hollywood oh, Park. Yeah. yeah. If oh, you were yeah. under thirty, it was a dollar. Dollar beer, dollar dogs, dollar beds, dollar. And it was K Rock night. They'd have bands there. Oh, oh loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's that's amazing. And I my radio career started in the same building as K Rock. I worked for Jack FM. Mm. Jack and K Rock and Amp were in the same. Okay. So like I would see Petros come through to do his uh, hit with Kevin and Bean. A lot of cool guys coming yeah. through K Rock. I mean, that truly is a world famous radio station because I used to like stream Radiohead concerts off of K Rock back like when I lived in Seattle. Really? You know, yeah, everyone knew what K Rock was on on this really? side of the Mississippi. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, yeah. I just thought it was a slogan of world famous K Rock. No, there is. Truly, well, maybe a little bit. Truly, though, like, I, well, they're at least they're West Coast famous because I heard of them up there. You know what's uh, not? I was going to say what's funny, but what's really not funny is uh, we brought up you know Dodger Stadium and Santa Anita being two of your favorites, two of our favorites as well. Both of them uh, have a little bit of dark history. We don't need to get into it, but obviously, uh, yeah. Chavez yeah. Ravine, um, there was, uh, you know, yeah, if, they, if you do they, your they, research on that. Yeah, there's a book that came out about it. Yeah, and I think the guy that wrote it went to Culver City, but Fernando Valenzuela was purposely brought in to mend the bridge between uh, the people that lived there and what was going on at Dodger Stadium. And he was good. And he was good. And it, and it worked. And now there is such a love of the Dodgers by everyone that lives around there, which is great. Wait, are you talking about the Fernando that was uh, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, sure and World Series champion? Yes, and did it all season? looking to the sky before yeah. throwing a pitch. And in Bull Durham. My favorite yeah. Dodger. Yes, amazing. And then in he, Bull Durham. Wait, your favorite Dodger? Fernando Valenzuela. Yeah? Growing up down here, you were a Dodger guy? Oh, yeah. Still is. He has a Fernando. When I was a kid, the Angels sucked so hard (laughs) that, like, You didn't like Fernando? I remember the first baseball game I ever went to was at Angel Stadium. And we go up there, and they had three. This was when they were really bad. You know, I'm 40. Uh, So they were still closed. So they were, yeah. So what seemed, at my time, what seemed to be 90% of the the whole ballpark 
had tarps over the seats. In right field. Because it was they, a Ram stadium. And, uh. and not only that, they couldn't sell those seats if they tried. Mm-hmm. And I remember I go to this game and there's like dozens of open seats between people, you know? And this one guy is just every pitch going, boo! You're a bum! Get a job! And so I look at that place going, the Angels suck! Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, Fernando Mania, Oral Hershiser, uh-huh. Kurt Gibson, all that shit's happening, you know? The 80s so, were good for the Dodgers. Dude, when I was a kid, it was like... But you had Wally World! Yeah, well... It, One year. There One was year. Fernando Valenzuela, yeah. there was Bo Jackson, there was Magic Johnson, and there was Wayne Gretzky. So if you weren't a fan of those teams when you were coming up my age, you were a dork. You know what I mean? Like, who are you gonna vote? Who are you gonna root for? Yeah, Showtime you know? Lakers, Fernando. Yeah. Oh, oh man, we had yeah. it all back then. So it's like those LA teams were. That was it. You know, yeah. like there was there was not a chance you were an Angel fan right. back then in, in my day. Yeah. You know, yeah. from this area. Rupert so. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a name. But anyway, yeah. So there is. Whatever that history there. Then Santa Anita's had a really Don't tough, me like tough that. couple of years. No, no, no. I'm whatevering myself, <laughs> bringing up the bad history of these two venues. Because Santa Anita had a, yeah. Well, you know, Santa Anita had a rough couple of months there. But hey, I want to keep it in the negative, but for fun. You just told us your favorite venue. What is? And you're gonna have to burn a place. What is your least favorite SoCal venue? Dodger Stadium when there's traffic. Okay. Fucking terrible. Yes. Yeah, Fuck. So, so I haven't covered baseball in about five years on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So the last couple of years I've gone as a fan. And fuck, I, I feel for all the fans. I used to make fun of you guys for leaving early. Yeah. I don't blame you now because I leave in the seventh because that yeah. traffic is terrible. Dude, right, right. We got last minute tickets to game seven against the Strohs when we lost. And me and a buddy, and we were, so last minute means you're leaving last minute. We sat in that traffic through the neighborhood for God knows how long. And then so we get there, and then our hearts were broken, right? Yeah. And then leaving, we sat in place. Now, I did see an Astro fan get beat up in the parking lot, which, you know, sorry about what happened to you that night, but it did make me feel better about the evening. Um, Talk about uh, dark? Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, we sat in place in the parking lot trying to leave for... Two and a half hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the traffic there is no joke. Try yeah. having your battery die in Dodger Stadium. Because oh. that happened to me, and I had to sit there and wait on AAA, which we all have. And, you know, he was trying to get in. I've been a member for 42 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do 40. No, I was, there, I was there probably for eight hours waiting to get out. But, um, so Dodger Stadium with traffic is... Uh, really no, but the, the worst venue? Yeah. Um, you, one thing is... People want to give LA a bad rap for sports fans. It's a good sports. I think city. so too. But what venue do you hate going to, or or like the least? Because I know what mine is. Hawk, uh, just get to yours. That's yeah, what a, is that's yours? All this question is about. Well, I, I, the, yeah, no, it's, it, that's not about it. But I, I honestly don't like going to the Coliseum. There's nothing. Ooh, there's nothing. Hey, Coliseum's cool. There's nothing around it to do. What do you do around the Coliseum? You're going to SC games at Coliseum. Okay. Well, I. Yeah, okay, so there's nothing... What to else do. is there to do? Well, I, went, I, I went to a pro wrestling show there a couple of oh, times. What oh, what Oh, my God. Dude. Wasn't that in the parking lot? It was outside. <laughs> it was in the concourse. Uh, anyway. Concourse. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, wait you're burying the lead yeah. here, yeah, LED. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a pro wrestling show at the Coliseum? Yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling, NJPW. Uh, on the concourse? Uh, yeah, they did it right under the torch outside of the concourse. It okay. Was, it was amazing. Uh, my best friend. It was amazing, but now you hit the stadium. For no, no, no. It's just there's nothing. There's no vibe around the Coliseum. There's the building no. itself, and the building itself is quite uncomfortable. It's like the Rose Bowl, where everything is so antiquated. Your knees are up in your chest. There's you're pissing. Is it the trust. Coliseum where Caitlyn Jenner won all the awards? 
during the like, 84 Olympics or? No, that was 76. Oh, Montreal. Yeah. No, you're. Yeah. Nice 80, try. 84 was Carlos. <laughs> nice try. But no, this isn't Mary about Jackson me. This, this is about a sports reporter who has to drive around to all these places. But remember, sports reporters are, are, are spoiled and we're going to complain about everything. That's true. Um, That's true. And we also get there super early. The Coliseum for me is cool because I've only gone to SC games. Uh-huh. And you need it to work for you because it's yeah. a job. Yeah, and so but, you need the amenities, you need the, the easy in and out. But the Coliseum, we got redone. But I, I get you where there's nothing around there. Yeah, but there's really like Chipotle. There's, Come cool. on, I'm a big Chipotle guy. No, I'm not. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not a big Chipotle guy. Uh, you texted me last night. You said, "Are you a Chipotle guy?" And I said, "I gave you my explanation for why I'm not really." Your wife and, said, "No, huh?" She hates it. Oh yeah, yeah she, dude. Yeah, she do that at home, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she didn't get down with Chipotle. You don't want a white burrito? Dude? Yeah. So I mean, the, the, the tofu version, so good. Yeah. Is that right? Oh yeah. So I asked Ryan. I said, "Well, are you a Chipotle guy?" And he says, "I want to be, but it's a butt piss factory." How many people do you know get diarrhea from Chipotle? Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Every single person. Like, if you're backed up, you go to Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, X-Lax or Chipotle? Well, I yeah. want it to work, so I'll go to Chipotle. Yeah, because it's fun eating it. Yeah. Uh, Beto. Coliseum's cool because you take the train, it leaves you there. Like, I love the train, little expo line, no yeah. big deal. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, you, uh, this is the complaints that you have when you're in your 40s, people. Mm-hmm. Traffic. Yeah. That's your complaint. It's not, well, yeah. dude, how many cases can I take? No. Yeah, right. It's traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're not going to tell me your least favorite venue besides Dodger Stadium with, with traffic. I mean, because they're all cool. Okay, very good. That's fine. I, I love the sports arena the old, where the LAFC plays now. I used yeah. to love the sports arena because... Mm-hmm. I went to a couple Clippers-Lakers games. Yeah. Sports arena. yeah. That was badass. As Bruce Springsteen calls it, the, the dump that jumps. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. Hey. Because Bruce opened up uh, uh, Staples Center. He was the first event at Staples Center mm. in 2000. And then he never played it again. But he wow. said he hated the acoustics. So he would play sports arena. So when Pete Carroll was at the coach at USC in the heyday, remember uh, he was playing sports arena, and we're interviewing Pete, and Pete tells us beforehand, he said, "Hey guys, speak just quick," and I'm like, "All right, cool." You know, he has a meeting. He's like, "No, nah, Bruce is doing a sound check. I need to go check it out." Oh, like, sweet. Oh, fuck. We want to go. I mean, I didn't say that. Like, oh, all the old white guys were like, "Yeah, we want to go too." Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Bruce Springsteen is the god to all baseball sports writers because all the old guys love. It's Bruce crazy. Bruce You're exactly right. They all talk about how many concerts they've gone to. So it's like, no mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they love the boss. It's everyone's favorite. Who you're right. The old, the old sports reporters. So let me get you out on this though, since you are. Oh, we're done. Well, I don't know. I got the one hour sign from Nick already. What the I fuck? mean, it felt like Where twenty minutes. Started? It's been that what good. What the fuck? Tessovo gets two segments. I you want. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I just spent five hours to come down here. Yeah. Well, no, shit. once he's turned off, we just hang out even longer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the fuck you turn it off. Yeah. Fuck yeah. this. What do you want to oh, do? You want to go get to the existentialism right here? Uh, no existentialism. Actually, this is kind of just. It, word, it, it, it's going to come off as a lame throwaway, but it's really not. As, as a kid that's grown up here... Dude, hold on. Can I cash stop? Cash stop. Yeah. You were like executive producer of the Jim Rome Show, mm-hmm. a radio producer. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking good host. Well, thank you. Where the hell was this the last fucking 10 years? How come you weren't on air? Well, he put me on air and... Um, yeah, I would hear you, but like, I mean like legit having your own stuff. I'm, I'm waiting for my credit. Uh, it, well, without it, you weren't on air. Well, yeah. it, in, <laughs> Ryan did oh, say... Oh, well, not even more so than that. Wait, I Ryan, said, this guy... This is his, this is what he's made for. Yes, he was made to be the front man. He leads this show, and I wholeheartedly said this is the Adam Hawk show with Ryan Engel, and uh, he does a great job. He's he a really host. does. He Thank really you. does because look, I because I, I had him on my podcast after this was all happening. I'm like, dude, come on through, and I'm like, this guy's good. Then you guys started the fellowship, and I subscribe on iTunes as you should, and I listen. Thanks. But I'm like, 
fuck, I need to watch on YouTube because you guys start talking about how cool it sounds. So I'll watch the YouTube every now and then. Uh-huh. Um, and then, because I drive around a lot, so I, I listen on iTunes. Yeah. But, or Spotify, make sure you subscribe. What a guy. Yeah, it, but um, like, there's something about him presence-wise that he has a good, good. oh, this feel, like you said, it feels like two minutes because you're really good at it. Yeah. I've done Thanks, a lot of shows man. where I'm like, fuck, hurry up, Yeah, bro. when is this over? <laughs> I gotta check up Bruce Springs. Beto, that honestly means a lot coming from you because you are so good at it. Um, thank you so much. But I do want to ask you this question. Just counting things over. Well, this is going to be a gift. He's going to present that to you. Yeah. Um, and okay, that. How come you can't do it? Because this is his show. <laughs> Beto, that really can guess. I don't have to do Jack. <laughs> I want to be a resident yeah, amigo. <laughs> Hey, I, I, a resident amigo, that would be great. I don't, I, I don't want to bury that. That was such a nice thing you said, and I do take that to heart. I want to ask you, and though. It was sincere, seriously. It was, it was and I appreciate sincere. that, and, and I'm sincere in telling you that, and thank you, Ryan, for saying that. Ryan was the one who said when we wanted to do a show, he's like, you got to lead it. And to hear that from him was really nice because he's a very confident alpha male, and he's like, I want you to do the show. I was like, whoa, that's really nice of you, and uh, he was the one who said, do it. So that was cool. Plus, that chair makes me look fat. <laughs> Dude, is that the worst one? Yeah. You're standing there like, fuck. I'm gonna go. That's the Although my thigh away. in this video hey. camera right here makes it look hey. like it's this big. I was like, I sat down, I'm like, fuck, guts coming out. Halfway through my face. Oh, we're proud of that here. Yeah, we're proud of that I know where I'm at. We're ready to go. Angel's the worst guy to get fat around because if you tell him... Hey, I'm getting fat. He he always says the same thing. He goes, "Sign of success." <laughs> like, he's the worst enabler of all time. Yeah, I had, I had <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for a BLT. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know your shit. So uh, the other the other day, I was coming into work here, and someone who works across the street, um, I was talking to him, a friend of mine, and and they were like, "How you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm good. I'm just getting real fat and drunk every day." And they said, yeah, working with Ingle is a slippery slope. And I said, it ain't no slope. It's a fucking cliff. <laughs> like, there's no slope here. I, I'm free falling right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, be sure to say that at my funeral. Yeah, no, I will. And, <laughs> That's on your tooth. And I guarantee, I guarantee a thumbs up will come out of the dirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck. I you did guys, my job. This is a job. This is a company, right? Yeah. 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 Where's, where's my one shot? Where's my where's my where's right my here, solo? Right, right here. Right okay. Here. Legit people. I, I just met these guys today. This is actually a warehouse where they actually have boxes and they ship things out. Like companies come by and like do things. They were talking about customer service, and then they flip it. And now we're getting fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> like just talking shit about it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. This is this is how we're gonna try and live our best life. Yeah, I'm moving to where are we at? Uh, <laughs> San Clemente. Oh, we're, I'm, uh, yeah. One team, one town. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you know, I don't even know if I want to ask this question where because we just ended on such a high note, but I'm going to. As a guy that grew up here and now you work in the business, you have listened to absolutely everybody your entire life broadcast games, and there have been so many great broadcasters in this market. Vin Scully, mm. Chick Hearn. Mm. Um, when it comes to your absolute favorite broadcaster in Southern California, who is it? Vin Scully. Um, right answer. Chick was amazing, but I never met him. Mm-hmm. I've heard great stories about him. Both, they were both legends. Yes, Chick was play, the greatest play-by-play. Yes, ever. he made up the dictionary. But Vin, storyteller. He Vin, was just, you, you guys would have. You talk about Vin. the pixie dust on Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Well, here, okay. Remember, at my house, we didn't have cable. Radio. Uh, uh, but we had the rabbit ears, right? Yeah. So, so Channel Four would show uh, golf. Mm. Vin was and the Vin guy. Vin was the golf guy yeah. back then. Vin was the golf guy. So he was Channel Eleven was the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. 
And then on Saturday Sundays, he was doing golf. Unbelievable. So I'm like, okay. So I would hear him doing golf. Yeah. And it was just very smooth about it. And then you hear him doing Dodger games, very smooth about it. Mm-hmm. So when I started covering the Dodgers, it, you're in the Vin Scully press box. Yeah. And you're there and you're like, oh my God, like that's actually a real person. Yeah. So I was never around Chick because he passed away before I started covering the Lakers. So when Vin is there and he's like, hey, how you doing? The nicest gentleman to everybody. You talk about fashion. Dude, if you go back and see Vin in the 80s, he's got the Ferragamo belt, the loafer. He only wears Ferragamo loafers. Wow. That I heard that. I'm buying a pair tonight. Because <laughs> they're so comfortable for his feet. Uh-huh. So that's what he, not laces, loafers. Mm-hmm. So you'll find the pictures about Damn, it. Yeah. And he always had the pocket square. His jackets were always tailored really nicely. He always had the tie. And his, the cool thing about Vin, like, I mean, I mean, I have like a couple conversations of 10 years covering the Dodgers. He'd always walk by. How are you doing? Didn't know my name, but said hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the cool thing about him was you've heard announcers or singers talk about how they hum before they go on, especially Broadway singers. Uh-huh. Then during the national anthem would walk out of his booth and at Dodger Stadium, the announcer booth up to the left, yeah. then to the right are the, the media where mm-hmm. we sit. And then would walk out of his booth and walk down to where Nancy B. Heffley is playing the organ, and he's humming the national anthem. Mm-hmm. That just gave me the And truth. he's doing this, and he's walking by, and you're like, and my seat at Dodger Stadium, there's like three, one, two, four rows. Mine was in the back row. And you hear Van, he's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, and nobody would talk to him, because you just knew that that was Van performing up the vocal up. cords. And you're like, damn, Vin's cool, right? Yeah. And on damn, hot days, dude. Vin, on it, you realize on his uh, his uh, his dress shirt, he had his initials right here, monogram shirt. So oh, you talk cool. about custom shirts. Yeah. Always had the cufflinks. Yeah. Always it. And it's just like little details about. It might be a hundred degrees. Vin, Didn't matter. Sport coat. Didn't matter. Cat and always to the to the nines. The nicest man. Um, I don't. I'm not a memorabilia guy. Yeah. I don't ever take pictures with people really. Yeah. But when my son was like maybe three, four years old, I took him to a game and I went in there and Vin comes out. You know, we watch Dodger games and he would always talk about the kitty and the ice cream. Oh, what a beautiful yeah. moment! Blah, yeah. Blah. yeah. Sees my kid and he's like, Oh, hey, all right. And I was like, I was like, I hate to bother you for a picture, can we? And he's like, So he took a picture of my son and my uh, my my nephew at the time. We were wow. there, and he's like, That's one of the few pictures I have framed. It's Unreal. like him there, and the nicest, nicest man. And then you realize that he called the catch, you know, Dwight Clark for the Niners, and he did all those years of golf and Unreal. everything else. And you would never hear him like brag about what he's doing. Yeah. And people would come up to him. And in the press box, it was everybody's media, so you know what's going on. And I can go on and on about Ben all day long. Like I said, I've maybe talked to him three, four times because it was just one of those presence persons where you're like, yeah, I'm he around had, him. He had and every game, mm-hmm. Ben was either having dinner or talking to the scouts. Really? So you know how you would always tell these stories about the backstory of a player? How he did are, the work. He did the work. He was in there at 5.30 talking to the scouts figuring out so you're like how does he know about this 20 year old kid from Curacao because an 85 year old scout told him this little nugget that's the passion and that's exactly he could still do games right now if he wanted to but he he knew when to walk away and he was offered the chance Joe Buck even said if he wants to do the World Series I'll step away I'll let him do it he's like no I've done mine. Yeah, it's It's your your time. and that was always what a a legend yeah it just what a legend that was the cool and it's he would never after a game 
there was always the elevator waiting for him. He had a driver in his older years course, waiting for him, yeah. and they would get him out there as soon as possible. There'd be fans waiting to take a picture. He'd always wave, how you doing? He couldn't stop to take pictures with people because he would get mobbed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was just just the nicest man, really cool. I never took a picture with him because I was too scared to do it. Yeah. I should have, but mm-hmm. I, I, it was, I'd rather have the stories yep. than bothering yeah. him. Pictures yeah. are great, but you got yeah. the memory. It, you it got was to cool. see the aura. And you just hear that. that mm, That's like, unbelievable. Like, That's hey. a great story. I am now really glad that I asked you that. <laughs> And, uh, I'll ask That's you your one, best question. Yeah, I'll ask you one more thing. Would you mind putting your jacket on one more time because we're going to present you no, with a, a, a oh. smoking Tom okay. lapel oh, pin. No way. Yes. Oh, snap. Yes, a gold lapel pin. This is for being a wonderful guest. Honestly, I don't mean to disparage anyone who's ever been on this show. That was some of the most fun uh, we've ever had, right? I mean, that was that was. What's great about the show and what I told the customer that I spoke to on the phone today is that the show's great. We tape it. Nick does a wonderful job producing it, editing it, and, and Adam does a great job putting it out. But it's the conversations after the cameras turn off that I cherish the most. So I really look forward to continue this conversation um, off the lens as they speak. On that note, cool, let's cheers man. to the fellowship. Beto, can I put you on the spot really quick? Uh, I know you. I know you're bilingual. How do you say cheers to the fellowship in Spanish? Salud a los cabrones. Oh, I love it. Cheers, Not really. guys. <laughs> oh, damn it. Thanks for watching, man. That was great. Thank you. Not really. Man, that was fun. Your your wife would be like, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)